In the Zoyar and this week's Parsha, it's discussing the Oroin, and how till the Oroin came into the Mishkan, in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, there was a certain, a certain beauty missing from the world. The world wasn't in its perfect state yet. Finally, it came into the Mishkan, into the Kodesh HaKadoshim, and now there was a certain beauty noticeable in the world. And then the Zoyar goes on, of how finally the Oroin comes to its place, on the Evan HaShasiyah, and the Oroin says, the Pasuk, Zois this is my place forever. This is the place where I will remain. Because this is the place that I desire. The Zoyer then mentions another two opinions. Rabbi Yesa says, that this Pasuk was actually said by Knesset Yisrael, at the time that the Beis HaMikdash was built, and the Oroin came into its, pl- in its place. And finally, Rabbi Chizkiya says, that this Pasuk was actually said by Hashem, regarding the Bnei Yisrael, that when the Yidden do Hashem's will, Hashem sits on His holy throne, has Rachmanus on the world, and there's bracha, there's shalom, there's love of everything found, and that's when Hashem says, Zois menuchasi adeyad. The Rebbe says, when we look simply, it seems like the first two opinions are fitting the simple meaning of the psukim in that capital that are discussing the Aroin. The difference is only who is the one that says it, is it, the Oroin saying it, or are the Yidden saying it? The third opinion is discussing something else completely, that Hashem is saying it regarding the Yidden, when they are doing what they're supposed to. So the question then becomes, why is this third opinion even relevant over here? Another thing we need to understand is, regarding the second opinion, Rabbi Esau, if he's only arguing about who said it, he's saying not the Oroin said this post, but rather the Yidden said it, so why is he starting again and saying when the base Hamigdash was built and the Oroin came into its place? It seems to me he's trying to emphasize that it's particularly to do with the fact that the base Hamigdash was built. In other words, that the differences of opinion over here are not only who is the one saying it, is it, is it the Oroin, the Yidin or Hashem, but also in regards to what it is said. Is it regards to the place of the Oroin? You know, the Oren being in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, is it in regards to the fact that the Beis HaMikdash is being built, or is it to do with the fact that the Yidin are doing Hashem's will? But the Rebbe says we need to understand what in fact would be the difference between the two opinions. If generally they seem to be talking about the same time when the Oren is coming to its place, what is really the difference about what they're saying? And number two, why is it that in the first opinion he elaborates regarding the whole idea of the Oren coming into the Mishkan, why is all of that relevant when seemingly we're mainly interested in when the Oren comes to the Kodesh HaKadoshim on the Evan HaShiyah in the Beis HaMikdash? The Rebbe goes ahead and connects these three opinions with a general question, what is the main thing in the Mishkan and the Beis HaMikdash? And the Rebbe says the first opinion is aligned with the opinion of the Ramban who holds that the main idea of the Mishkan, the Beis HaMikdash, is the fact that this is the resting place of the Shekhinah, more particularly in the Oren. And this, therefore, this first opinion says, the Aurin is the one that says, I finally have my resting place. The second opinion, Rabbi Esau, he is of the opinion which fits more with what the Rambam says, that the main point of the Beis HaMikdash is that Yidin have a set place where to serve Hashem. As the Rambam says, that they need to have a Beis HaMikdash, a place where they will be able to be makar of Karbonis and come three times a year by the Shalosh Regalim, etc., and therefore, according to this opinion, who is the one saying it? Knesset Yisrael, the Yidin are saying, I finally have my resting place. And finally, the third opinion of Chizkiah would be that the main point of the Beis HaMikdash, the Ebishter says regarding the Mishkan, I will dwell amongst them. 
which mainly means amongst the Yidin, in other words, the main point of the Mishkan and Mikdash, is that the Ebishter should rest amongst the Yidin. And therefore, according to this opinion, Hashem is saying, I have my rest, resting place amongst the Yidin. The Rebbe is now going to go ahead and explain that really there's no machloikas, an absolute machloikas, but really each one is discussing a different time, a different idea. But really it's three ideas that come in different times, one following directly from the other. And specifically in this order as it's brought in the Zoyar. And the Rebbe explains this based on the idea that generally there are three inyanim, three ideas. When we speak about the Mishkan, the Beis HaMikdash, etc. We first had the Mishkan. We then had the Beis HaMikdash, meaning the Tubate Mikdash in Yerushalayim that were destroyed. And finally, we're going to have the third everlasting Beis HaMikdash. In fact, all of these are hinted right in the beginning of our parasha on the Posik. Eilep Kudaya Mishkan. These are the countings, the things in the Mishkan. Mishkan O'edus. Rashi immediately tells us, why does it say twice Mishkan? Kudaya Mishkan. Mishkan O'edus. Because this is a remiss to the two Batim Mikdash that were taken away as a Mashkoin. Mishkan from the word Mashkoin. As a security. And will be re- and eventually, obviously, it will be returned when we have the third base Mikdash. So we have a hint over here for all three things. Mishkan in the simple sense. We also speak about the two but the Mikdash that were taken away as a mashkoin, but a security means that then we're going to get it back, which is the third base Mikdash. So what is the difference between these three stages? In the Mishkan, the first thing that happens in the Mishkan is that now the Orin has a place to be. It has a permanent set place, and in fact the Orin remains in the Mishkan all the time that there is a Mishkan. This is the Menucha, the resting place of the Orin, and that's why the Orin is the one that says, Zois Menuchasi Adeyad is related Although it's by the, when it comes to the Evan Ashsiyah, but as we saw the, in the first opinion, is right away being elaborated about the fact that the Oren came into the Mishkan, and then traveled till finally he came to the Beis Hamikdash. In other words, and to a certain extent, the Menucha that the Oren has, in a certain sense, is specifically in the Mishkan, because it's going to remain in the Mishkan, whereas once we have the Beis Hamikdash, as we know in the first Beis Hamikdash already, the Oren was hidden, and the second Beis Hamikdash wasn't there at all, so as far as the place of the Beis HaMikdash, the Orin doesn't mamish have its full resting place. So in the first opinion, we're mainly emphasizing the idea that first there's a Mishkan, and it's traveling in the Mishkan, and then we discuss also that it comes to the Beis HaMikdash. On the other hand, of course, there's a certain advantage in the second in the Beis HaMikdash, because now the structure, the building is going to be in one place, although it's not going to last forever in the, sec- in the first and second Beis HaMikdash. And finally, in the third Beis HaMikdash, we're going to have the Mile of Nitzchi, that's going to be a permanent place forever. And the Rebbe says, now we can understand the three opinions. The first opinion is saying, the Oren is saying, Zois Menuchasi, in continuation to this idea that the Oren came into the Mishkan. In other words, this is the beginning of the Oren having its Menucha, beginning in the Mishkan. Although again, obviously the main Zois Menuchasi is going to be when it comes to the Beis HaMikdash, but it's being told to us as, as a continuation to the Mishkan. But as far as the Yidin are concerned, they don't have a permanent place here. They're still traveling around from one place to the other. That's going to be in the Beis HaMikdash, where there's finally a permanent place. And this is what's emphasized in the second opinion, that when the Beis HaMikdash was built, we asked why does he have to emphasize again the Beis HaMikdash being built? The Beis HaMikdash is being built. And who, it, and who says it? Yisroel say it. In other words, because now they have a permanent place where to come. But then there's the third opinion that's hinting to the time of La'asid Lave when the Yidin are going to be doing their Avoidah B'Shleimus and Hashem is going to rest amongst the Yidin in a permanent way. And that's why Hashem is the one saying it in regards to Yidin. Says the Rebbe, just like we see in regarding to the, these Mikdashis, 
that it's not separate, three separate ideas, but they're following one from the other. It starts with a Mishkan. We go to the two Bat Migdash and then to the third base Migdash. Says the Rebbe, the same idea regarding the details that the Zoyar is speaking, the, the Mokim Menuch of the Orin, the base Migdash, the Yidin, Hashem, it also works in a similar way that this is a, a, a thing in progress, one thing following from the other. But by first introducing another point, why is it even relevant in the third opinion that Hashem is sitting on His throne and having Rachmanus on the world and there's peace and blessing, etc. in the world? Why is that all re- relevant when we're speaking about the Hashras Hashchina amongst the Yidin? So the Rebbe explains that, the, let's go back to the three opinions. The first opinion we're speaking about is the idea that the Aroin says, Zois Menuchasi. Aroin is the idea of Torah. In other words, the first thing that happens is we have the union of Torah. And of course, what's the Menucha? When do you have the shleimus of Torah? When can you have Torah in the proper way? When you have a union of menucha, when you, when you, when you have the rest from all sorts of things that are distracting, that are disturbing. This is the Torah saying, zois menuchasi, that's when you can have proper Torah. After Torah is the idea of mitzvahs. We know Godel Talmud, Shemavili Demaisa, learning brings to action. And that's the idea of elevating the world now through the mitzvahs. More specifically, it gets, it's expressed when we build a base of English, when there's a permanent place for Hashem in our physical world. And this is why in the second opinion comes the next stage. The Yidin now say, Zois menuchasi we now have a, the menucha, we now have a place where we could be fulfilling the whole purpose of why Hashem created us in doing Torah and mitzvahs. And that's represented by the Bate Mikdash. And finally comes the third stage, when we say that Yidin are doing the will of Hashem. That, and this is the Abish to saying regarding Yidin, that Hashem is fully dwelling amongst the Yidin, which is of course... In the time of the third base Hamikdash, Mashiach comes, and where, when, how is this expressed? As the Zohar says, the Eibush is sitting on the Kisri Hakovit. There's bracha, there's shalom in the world. In other words, the world itself is a place that's helping Yidden to be able to do our avoid, and Hashem's glory can be revealed amongst the Yidden. So the Rebbe now says, in a similar way, we're going to understand in the in the way the Mishkan and the Bati Mikdash are connected. That it's not three separate things, but it's one thing following from the other. The Mishkan, then comes about the Migdash, and finally the third base of Migdash. And we connected it with the idea of a Mashkoin, that just like a Mashkin is about going back to its original place, in a similar way, yes, the base of Migdash was taken away, but it's to ensure that we're going to do what we're supposed to be doing, and we'll finally have the third base of Migdash. The Rebbe now moves on and says that really we see these same three stages, or three ideas, we could say even within the Mishkan itself. The way the Mishkan was set up, first you had seven days of Shiva Simeon and days of preparation. So the Oren technically has a place already. But at the same time, the Mishkan is not in a, per, in a permanent way. It's being taken apart and put together every single day. So that's like stage number one. Then we have stage number two, which again, we're still doing these three stages, but now in a more miniature way within the Mishkan itself. Stage number two is the eighth day. The day when the Mishkan is finally built in a permanent way. This is going to be similar to like the Bate Mikdash. And at this point, they're already starting to do the Avoida. But then comes stage number three, where Hashem's glory is going to come down into the Mishkan and finally rest amongst the Yidin. This is going to be similar to the idea that Hashem is saying regarding the Yidin, that He rests amongst the Yidin. And the Rebbe says, by learning about all of these in Yadam of the Beis HaMikdash, which is the idea of Torah, which is like that first point, the Ebishter says, I'm going to count it for you as if you build a base of English when you learn in Torah. So that's like the second stage. We now have the idea of mitzvahs. Finally, by having these two, three, two things, we then come to the third stage, the gilui of the base Hamikdash Ashlishi, which then again will have the shleimus of all three things. The shleimus of Torah, which is represented by the idea of the Oren having its menucha. We have the shleimus of Yidin, 
the Yidin having their Menucha, and finally we also say about Hashem himself, that the name of Hashem will be complete, which will all be Begilui, in a revealed way when Mashiach comes and Hashem will say about the Yidin, Zois Menuchosi, this is the place where I rest forever and ever.